know what we don't know, right? We don't know what we don't know. And that's why we do have to rely on the people that we know and being resourceful by talking to people and actually listening to them, reaching out to people. Don't be scared to make those connections because you don't know what you don't know, but you can learn so much from what other people know. It's why we read books. It's why we listen to podcasts. Yes, like have a cup of coffee and listen to this podcast. Welcome to the Three O'Clock Coffee Podcast, a place where extraordinary people network together to share meaningful stories that inspire others. Do you have a great story you would like to share with the world? If so, go to threeo'clockcoffee.com and sign up today to be on our show. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to click the subscribe button and tell a friend about the Three O'Clock Coffee Podcast. Gosh, can you believe it? It's another three o'clock today. And that leads me up to having another three o'clock coffee podcast with another extraordinary individual. I mean, the people find us. It's incredible. From all over the world, we find all different people and all different types of businesses. So welcome to the show. If you're a first time listener, pass it on to a friend. Let somebody else know and subscribe to the three o'clock coffee podcast. So before we get too far, I want to introduce you to Megan, Megan Hemis. Megan is a person that I met in, in my business journey. And Megan and I, we're going to be talking to each other for many, many years to come because we are tied to the a certain business together as a team. So dying for you to listen to all this. It's really great stuff. But first, when I first met Megan, and by the way, Megan, before we get too far, I almost forgot we're sitting at the cafe. What kind of coffee can I buy you? Well, first of all, thank you so much, Scott, for having me on here. And I agree, we have many more cups of coffee in our future. But my favorite cup of coffee, if I'm going to have it Ooh. cold, is oh. Ethiopian wow. over ice. Okay. Yes. I am all about the Cream, coffee. sugar? No, no, no. Ah. Ethiopian is a very fruity bean. And if you allow it to ice it, it actually brings out the, the citrusy flavors that are in an Ethiopian blend. So if you want something more nutty and warm than like a Burundi or something like that would be really yummy. But if you want something on the lighter side, a lighter blend, definitely ice me an Ethiopian. I'm like blown away here of all your coffee knowledge because we've just always just had a simple cup of coffee. So I'm, I'm extremely impressed. <laughs> this is quite exciting. What kind of mug do you use? Do you have a favorite mug? I know I do. <laughs> I do. What I is yours? I know you did. Mine is one of my coaching cups called Strategic Coach. It's a mug. It reminds me. It's a trigger to think coaching and get my mind in that process. But everybody always has a favorite mug. It's amazing. But yeah, go for it. What's your favorite mug? Isn't that interesting? This is going to go a whole nother turn, I think. So I really enjoy mugs. If you actually listened to one of our podcasts about six months ago, it went down a really different way where we almost had a, we had a rate <laughs> the podcast, a different rating, but this will be interesting. Go, go, go. I can't wait to hear this. Go ahead, Megan. It's okay. There actually can be a lot of psychological thought behind why people are attached to their coffee mug. Maybe that could be another episode we can go to. I might have to come back on and maybe we can discuss those things. But back when I was young, I was introduced to the word joy, which is something we've all heard. It's not a very special word or anything like that. But 
I was introduced to it. I loved the meaning behind it, the way it was presented to me, and the meaning and the simplicity of it. And I actually have it tattooed on me, and I found a mug that has joy, and it looks just like my tattoo. And so it just reminds me that you can always find joy in any circumstance. So it's a really good reminder for me to see that. And any season, I'd have to say I'd be pretty happy drinking a cup of coffee from that Oh, my gosh. You win the award for the best coffee mug story. That is amazing. It's amazing. You're just inspiring me. I don't know if I'm going to put strategic coach on my, on my tattoo on me, but I'm going to, I'm going to find something great like you did. That's amazing. You know, you always intrigue me. I'll have a conversation with you and you'll come up with something that is like extraordinary. It's like, what? So when I first met you, I was in Palm Springs, Florida. And you say, Hey, Scott, I'm Megan. I'm Scott. We do a little intro. And within 30 seconds of our introduction, not knowingly unknowingly, you said, oh, by the way, I lost 300 pounds and now I'm into the exercise program and I'm moving into this business program to this really awesome franchise system. And how you doing, Scott? Did it not go that way? Is that, am I accurate on that conversation? I don't know if it really went that way. I tend to be pretty humble about that. It's been, I, I didn't lose 300, but that is, that was my maximum weight. I was close to 300. I lost over 150 pounds. I've kept it off for over 10 years. So it's not a new adventure for me, but I have to say it's something that I am continuously learning new things as my journey goes along. So it wasn't just the weight loss portion of it that has shaped me. It's still shaping me today. And there's still things that I'm learning now from that journey that may actually have more value than what I had learned even during that process. So I think that we were talking somewhat about learning different things from your journeys. I think that that's maybe maybe where I had brought that up, but it was pretty early in our conversation, I have to say. It impressed me because the dedication and having the the foresight to be so uh, future-based vision, because that is a future-based vision of seeing yourself in the future about having that goal. This is what I'm going to do one year from today, and this is how I'm going to get there, which I coach a lot of people in the same process about being your future self, be your future self right now. In other words, go on your diet right now or go exercise right now, because if you don't exercise right now, you're never going to get there. And the same is, I'll segue this right into business, right? I mean, if you can't see the future of your business one year, two years, three years from today, do you think your business is really going to be successful? Yeah, it was really interesting. I think that that was what we were talking about. And it's hard because sometimes people have a really hard time if they're not a very good visionist or if they tend to have apprehension to actually see if they consider themselves sometimes they use the word realist I've heard some people talk about that but they have a really hard time visualizing that success but I will say that if I am fit and healthy to what that looks like to me what decisions am I going to be making that day that I am going to make different today and why So I think that there is a little bit of a difference in the decisions I make today than what I did then. But I definitely think that there's a huge value in challenging yourself to really be able to make decisions from where you would make at that place of success. And I thought that was really interesting that you brought that up to me. It's amazing how so many things revolve around my business world and my business life. And this is why I do these podcasts to really broaden my my mind and meet really extraordinary people, especially during the pandemic time, it was just brilliant. So having conversations like you and hopefully the people that are listening can really think about that. What's the value of looking into the future, where you want to be? And 
a lot of people right now want to have their own business. We're hearing a lot about that right now. Quiet quitting. It's, I think it's going to be the trend of 2022 as we're recording this in December of 2022. That was the work word, quiet quitting. And people want to work for themselves, but they want the fast pass. And I think the fast pass for a lot of people, depending upon their age and who they are, franchising is the way to go. It gives them that structure that they had at, at their corporate America job, right? But yet they're more in control of, of their income and what they do. And, and it creates that vision, that 10 and 20 year vision of owner franchise. And that's where we met. And talk to me about people that buy franchise. Are they visionary? I think that definitely our franchisees all have a vision and they have an entrepreneurial mind. They're excited. The reason why they decided to do a franchise is not because they didn't have the ability to do it on their own. I think some people, they get that misunderstood that they think that they have to do a franchise just simply because they can't do it on their own. The idea that you get with a franchise is that you're getting a structure, you're getting a proven system, you're getting a support, stable, stabilization of things that you can rely on, that you can go to. And so that kind of sets you up for success. So especially people that maybe have always worked for a company or a corporation and now they're going into this idea of business, it's a very smart idea to invest with a franchise because they're going to walk you through a lot of those things that maybe you haven't considered yet. So you can actually enjoy the entrepreneur journey a little bit more because we're already setting you up with structure and base that we know works. I mean, that's the goal of everybody. And you're right. So many people misunderstand the concept of franchise. I think maybe they see McDonald's and they they think McDonald's, right? (laughs) I don't know. What do you think? Without a doubt. And it's amazing to see how I work for Network Lead Exchange and that's how we connected. But United Franchise Group, the company I work for, we specialize in franchising. And one of the franchises that we run is a franchise that takes businesses that are looking to become a franchise. And we walk them through that process. And the the reason why I mentioned that is because it is amazing. Any business, almost any business that is successful can become a franchise. It's not just McDonald's. It's not just Jim's, McDonald's, Domino's. We're way beyond just food industry. Almost anything can be duplicated and franchised when it's done correctly. It's amazing you said that because I was talking to somebody at the United Franchise Group just before our call, Mike Landon's. Mike, I don't know if you know Mike. So I meet so many businesses that should be like, they want to be franchised. I never realized it till Mike and I had a conversation and I think like helping people say, you really need to talk to Mike. And I talked to one individual and he, he, he said, wow, I really love to franchise. No, he actually, you know what he said, Megan? He wanted to build five or six different businesses of, you know, same business, but have five or six, create his little mini franchise. I'm like, why do you want to do that? <laughs> why don't you talk to Mike and just have a conversation with Mike? He did. And he had an hour, you know, a 30 minute call lasted like an hour and a half. And he called me up and he goes, God, where was this guy like 10 years ago? This is just amazing. I never knew it wasn't going to cost that much. I would have done it years ago if I only knew. And they have it dialed in. It's incredible. And I totally agree. I'm so excited about it. When when I see a company that should be franchised, I'm like, you have to do it. It's awesome. I think it's a great service. 
It's a great service. Yeah, and it's a great point that you made there, Scott. We don't know what we don't know, right? We don't know what we don't know. And that's why we do have to rely on the people that we know and being resourceful by talking to people and actually listening to them, reaching out to people. Don't be scared to make those connections because you don't know what you don't know. But you can learn so much from what other people know. It's why we read books. It's why we listen to podcasts. Yes. Yep. Like have a cup of coffee and listen to this podcast. It's the reason why we're constantly getting ourselves out there because we always can be learning. We don't know what we don't know. No, like I know how to have Ethiopian coffee now, cold, that I never yeah, knew before. So now I mean, I'm, I'm adding that. No, I'm just kidding with you. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. And it all goes back to networking. And that's what this podcast is all about. You know, being extraordinary people to network together. And it's something that I created 10 years ago. And it was all about networking because every time I would go out and meet somebody, it was networking. It was a great conversation. It wasn't selling. It was networking. So, you know, full disclosure, I actually purchased one of the franchises, Network Lead Exchange, which I currently run. And it was a no-brainer for me because it's a networking group to create networks in your neighborhood or outside the neighborhood, meaning virtually or, or physically. And I'm all about networking. It's an amazing opportunity. And by the way, a little commercial, you can go to nlxbasecamp.com and join my my, my, uh, my networking group. But I, I never really promote the businesses that I have, but I'm really big on networking. I think it's a great thing. If you're looking to even think about franchising, Megan might be the person you might want to sit down and have a cup of coffee with. You know what? I can't not turn down a cup of coffee. And I really don't want to turn down the opportunity to meet new people. I think that a lot of people are missing the value that comes by building these relationships with people. I also think that networking is something that is a lot like some of the diet plans out there. If you want to compare my health story to business, I think that networking is always going to exist. There's going to be health programs that are always going to exist. Networking is a really core feature to successful business. Now, because there are so many options and everyone's trying to tweak it and all these things, there's opportunity now to network almost like the dieting, like the fast results, like getting out there, getting your pitch. How many business cards can you get out? How much business can you get from that? And you're showing up and it's really all about fast money. It's not really about long-term, high-quality business relationships that are really going to bring you quality leads and real big profitability over the course of time. So I think networking has... There's almost too many options out there and some people are doing it the wrong way and they're finding themselves kind of burned out. They're not really understanding why they're not getting really the return on their time and money investment on networking. And I think it's because people are just, we're overdoing it and we're taking away the value of it. So I think people just also need to be careful when they're networking, why they're doing it and what they're investing in. No, that's that's a great point. I mean, I talk to obviously people that want to join our networking group and I'll have somebody say, Scott, I'm already on, you know, five different networking groups. And I pause and I go, Can you really focus on one? How much value do you get? Do you get out of five? Imagine what you would get if you just focused on one. I mean, not necessarily mine, but just pick one. Just pick one and and take all that energy into that one and eliminate all the other 80% of the noise of the four other groups and take it 20% and maximize it 
you're going to do so much better. Yeah, think about it like that. If I started my health journey and I was like, you know, I'll do this one program for a week and then I'll do another program for another week. And then maybe that following month, I'll try a different program. And then I'll just do a different program. It's all about the balance. If you put it in different ways like that, maybe like in a health program metaphor or something else that makes sense to you, then it kind of makes sense when you compare that to networking, right? So I would say, number one, stick to a culture and a networking group that is the same group so that you can really develop these business relationships Because that's where you're going to get the biggest return on your investment and we're going to get the best results is sticking to a group and building a community of of your business networking group. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't go together and attend other networking groups sometimes. But those need to be the one-offs. Those need to be that, oh, this is a really cool event that's coming up. And then you're going to gather your networking group and you might go together. Because you guys are each other's wingmans. You guys know each other really well. You can go to these events together. You can recruit for your own group to grow in your own group. Maybe some people that could add to your current business networking group. But I think you need to start with your core group first and then see where your bandwidth is to add other networking opportunities on top of those things. You sound like you've actually done it before. Is this maybe true? It is absolutely true. And I've done it wrong many times as well. So don't we all, we go through this, we do it wrong, we learn how to do it right. And the best thing that we can do is share our experience. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I say if you're not failing, you're not learning, right? I mean, absolutely. It's, it's the truth. Hey, I've got a different question for you. So um, you've met a lot of people in networking. Which, I mean, I'm going to say your lifetime. Not that it's been very long for you. <laughs> I mean, you're not old. That's what I'm saying. You're not old. What was the most incredible person that you've met networking? Or, you know, incredible. Or, you know, somebody that inspired you. Somebody that just stood out like, wow, I am so happy that I met this person networking. Oh, that is a great question. You should ask that to every single person on your podcast. Hmm. Truly, that was a great question. I would say that there was one person that I had met from a networking group that was very, it, it was a gentleman and he was known as a networker. He was known as a connector, very successful in what he was doing. And when I watched him and when I networked with him, he almost never spoke about himself. And you could tell that he was actively listening. And you don't find that very often. He followed up. He listened. He remembered the details of what I was saying. And you could tell that he humbly wanted to know how he could help you. And he was always that way, consistently. It was almost like he showed up to the networking groups to see what connections he could make for other people. And he really took joy in that. And I think that, and it did not affect his results as far as his success. He was actually extremely successful, extremely successful. Hmm. And yet when he was there, it was never about him. And that really stood out to me every single time. And whenever I went to a networking group, I always wanted him there because he made me feel included. He made me feel valued. And I really appreciated that about him. And I realized that no one else was doing that. He brought a certain energy in the room that made things calm, collected, and structured. But it was just like he was really there for everybody else. And you could just tell that pe- everyone felt that way. 
that's when you know you got a good coach or a leader, a guide, because most of them, it's, you know, the thought process, it's not about them. And the mind power goes into the listening skills to actually identify the keywords that you're having a problem with. Basically, a lot of people are stuck in the jar and they can't see the outside of the label. <laughs> and a good guide, a good coach can see that and pick that up. That's awesome that you picked that up. I'm reading a book now by Joe Polish called The Giver's Give. And I got a little saying that, that the giver's give and the take, take, right? The giver's give and the take, take. And take that whatever you want. Take that wherever you want. You know, so I did that. That's pretty cool. No pun intended, uh, No right? pun intended. <laughs> but it's so true. You know, when I, you know, I give my time and conversations to so many people that it's not about me. I, I'm actually really interested to hear what they say. And I learned so much just like right now. I think you have a lot of great nuggets here that if you're listening to this podcast and you're driving around or you're on the treadmill, wherever you are, you might want to listen to it again. Because I honestly, there's so many great nuggets, Megan, that you're talking about. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So what does the future for you hold? Talk about future. One year from today, we have this conversation. You bring it back on the podcast. It's December 7th, 2023. Megan, how are you? What's happening in your world? Oh, Scott. So my son is going to be 18 this month. I am officially going to be a parent of an adult. Wow. And I am also getting married in 2023. So it is going to be a big year for me personally. But I like to see how I, as a brand, how I and Network Lead Exchange as a brand can make a new footprint on business relationships. I think that they're very misunderstood. And I would really like to see how many people we can make a true impact and really allow them to enjoy their success and maybe open up some gates by connecting them to really amazing people. And that truly is my goal for 2023 is that us as a brand can really expand enough to where we're really making a footprint and an impact on business networking and business relationships. It sounds to me that you're going through a big identity transfer in your life, right? You're transferring your relationships personally and and professionally is what it sounds like. And you're you're in that complete transformation and when you do a transformation like you just described, most times it will be extraordinary, which is probably another reason why you're on the show. <laughs> that is absolutely great. And I, I agree with you. And it's great that you have a passion about you know, networking. You know, when somebody talks the talk, they do what they do. I value that so much. You know, when people, when they're just selling you something, they're just selling you something. You're not selling anything to anybody. You're guiding them on what works and what you believe in. And you can take that for whatever you want, but you're not selling anybody anything. And it's it's proven just by your conversations. And, and I love that in people. And I think there's a big value to that is nobody wants to be sold to, but they want to learn, right? And they want to learn how they can do it better. So that's awesome. Yeah. One thing I would say to that is... When anyone who's listening to the podcast is thinking about business or even health, maybe my health journey, even though we didn't really talk about it very much, was what inspired you in my call today. Or maybe it was something that you said, Scott. I really hope that our conversation inspired somebody and with a new idea or, or something that they could relate to. 
But regardless, I think one thing that my experience has taught me that I really want as part of the impact, Scott, is that when I was even training people after my weight loss and things like that, the idea is that people think that once you hit a certain business goal or a certain health goal, then what? Your health and your business is always always, always moving. It's never stagnant. Even maintaining, if you feel really good, I feel pretty good in my health right now, but I work at staying that way. I'm always constantly working on myself, feeling better. What am I doing? How am I taking care of myself? It doesn't ever stop. It's either going to be moving forward or it's going to be moving backwards. So if you do want to own a business or even just in your professional life or in your health life, Be okay with the fact that this is something that's important to you and you're doing this to nurture yourself. So yes, be goal-oriented, but know that when that goal is hit, you're just going to have another goal. So you have to really be focused on endurance in, in your mind. And so a lot of that is good to keep that into perspective when you're working towards certain goals and you're doing certain things to know that like the, the health journey and the business journey doesn't ever stop. Kind of like laundry. Yeah. Right? I mean, it just never stops. That's right. You never finish laundry. Without a doubt. It doesn't yeah. ever stop. But one question that someone asked me that I can I ask you a question, even though this is your podcast? Oh, it's it, this is this is our podcast. Anything goes. Ask away. I mean, this is really our cup of coffee, right? Yeah, you would just have a cup of coffee at a cafe. Yeah. So and actually this is a question to all the listeners too. I really want you to be able to answer this question. If you network right now. Why would people want you at their networking event? Besides me bringing great coffee to the meeting? <laughs> yeah, you can't. That's high that's a bribery. Is that a bribery? Or you can't do bribe? Oh, that's okay. Using, okay. That's okay. using okay. coffee. Got it. <laughs> uh, okay, that's a bribe, and that's probably not good. You know why? Because of the conversations that I can bring to the table. I meet incredible people on this podcast, and that gives me knowledge of how other people think, and it gets me out of the world. It keeps me much more broader in my conversations versus somebody that, which is totally fine, by the way, and this is why they're at the networking meeting, right? That they're in their own space, they're in their own business, and they don't get out as much as they want because they're too busy working in the business. They're trying to get out, so they're trying this new networking group, and then what they find is they meet extraordinary people. Maybe I maybe I'm one of them. I don't know, but I try to share some of my ideas, my past experiences to help others, and that's my whole point for why I wrote a few books was not for the money, but more to the point to, to change one person's life and to share the knowledge that I I've learned, and for other people to take the fast pass to learn faster. Right. And think about that. If we can all learn from somebody else that has been achievable and we all took the fast pass 50 years from today, you think the world's going fast now? Take the fast pass and learn from somebody else. Okay. So we want Scott to bring us a cup of coffee and to bring your conversation to the networking group. And that's how you add value to the networking group is who you know, your experiences, you've written books, you've got a lot of things backed up and you have a lot of you have a lot of guidance that you can give people, it sounds like. Yeah, and I always say it's my gray hair. But now actually it's more white than gray, but you light up the room, you smell up the room with the coffee, you light up the room. No, it actually goes way back when when I was in the peak of my business, uh, and I, I was going pretty strong, 
I always would think about my 25-year plan. Where would I be? What would I do? This is the truth. I have it in my journal. I can show it to you. And one of my goals was to, you know, be that consultant or coach, as we call it today, and bring people together and network people. And I said, I'm going to do that when I, you know, when I have the gray hair and, you know, kind of like, you know, you have gray hair, you have a little bit of knowledge, maybe. I honestly said that 25 years ago, and I'm doing exactly what I said I was going to be doing 25 years ago. That's amazing. Yeah. Not a lot of people can say that. That's what makes me extraordinary. No, I'm kidding. No, I really believe in it. I believe in living your future self now, which is really important, and actually seeing yourself in the future 25 years from today. And actually write down, you know, today is, you know, 25 years from today, as if it already happened. And you write that in your journal, as it already happened. And what you'll find is that what you wrote, believe it or not, mentally throughout time, you make certain decisions based on that future goal 25 years from today. It's just an extraordinary thing about, and this is so important to businesses about have that future life, have that future vision in anything you do uh, health wise. And, you know, this is just a touch of the iceberg, but maybe we're sparking some ideas about people looking beyond Friday, right? Look beyond, you know, New Year's resolutions from the first year, look way beyond that. And I think that's the message here. That's the one message. Look forward to your future and have that vision. Have that vision of positivity. Like, obviously, it's going to be great. This is what you're going to do, realistically. And then live that life. Yeah, that's so good. It would have been hard. I have to say, I dieted really well for a very long time. And a lot of people start businesses. And then they're called, like, you know, they're like the one phasers. They last like a quarter and then it's like a fizzle out. Right. Like I dieted really well and I was really successful on those diets. So people ask me, what was the difference for the longevity? And it really, really was my intentions behind what I was doing and the ability and the realization of really believing that I could do something and knowing that I was in it for the long haul, knowing that I, I didn't have to look a certain way to be valuable, but that I was doing what I was doing because I was already valuable and that I knew that I could do it. And that was a little bit different. So if you're basing just on motivation alone, motivation will eventually run out on you. It's Motivation is an energy source. So we have to understand that there has to be a realistic measure. We have to really believe that we can achieve these things. We have to paint those pictures, like you said. We have to live in those versions of ourselves. And we are meant to not do things alone. Us as, I believe, us as people are meant to be together. We are meant to do networking together. We're meant to guide one another and see who everybody else knows and learn from one another. I think that that is how it works best. It's how it's always worked for me. And nowadays, it's really not always about what you do, but who you know and where you can grow and where you're going. And so I think a lot of that needs to be a realization for people. And I think as soon as they get that and they start enjoying that journey process for them, they're able to withstand the long haul things. You just said the most important thing. Enjoy the journey, right? Enjoy it. You know, how do you make your business fun again because some people it was fun and it's not fun anymore for them right and it's about enjoying the process and having fun along the way and i see so many people not having fun along the way as you can tell by my voice i am having fun along the way (laughs) i'm enjoying the i'm just enjoying the conversations and honestly i think that's why i i meet so many different people because i'm not selling anything i'm just having a great conversation it makes somebody's you know, conversations 
bring out, you know, I bring out great conversations and people. I'm the Larry King of coffee, you know. The Larry King of coffee. Yeah, I'm, I just made that up. You know, I didn't. St- I, I'm not quite the Larry King of coffee, but I, you know, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with that. Well, coffee brings community and conversation. And it just brings it all together. Coffee, I have to say, even if you're listening, you might be a tea drinker. Maybe coffee isn't your thing. But almost everyone loves at least the smell of coffee. And for someone to take a moment to sit down and have a cup of coffee with you, it's really something that it's a language that we all understand is to sit down and to, you know, just give someone our time. And I think that there's a lot of value to that. Yeah, no, more now than ever. I mean, when's it, you know, I don't do this, but when I'm at a meeting, uh, people have their phones open. There's a binger goes off in an email, but they'll have their phones open and the emails going through. I might have done that in my former life, but today, you wouldn't catch me at all doing that. Like, I am just so focused in the conversations that I'm having with you, like right now, that I, I don't even, like, I'm just so focused on it. And I, I, I think that's the way it should be. So anybody that's not like that, it, what are you doing? Yeah. So if you're on this podcast, if you're listening to the podcast and you're grocery shopping, what are you doing? I'm just kidding. What are you doing? Yeah. Like sit down and go to a cafe right now. Just pull over for a second and join us for this cafe conversation. (laughs) That's a really great point though. There's a lot of us that can't even put the phone down. We're multitasking so often that it's really hard for us to focus in. That's a very good point. Absolutely. When I was in the gym, I was not also doing other things. I was really focused on what I was doing there. Yeah. So it's really what the energy you put into it. So you could be networking with the most extraordinary person ever, and you might miss it. You might miss the golden nugget of what they could be saying if you're thinking of something else. So you really have to try to work on being present. And I know that that's really hard, but focus on being present and giving your all. And that way you're getting the most out of your time, really. Yeah, I've actually blocked my phone that I can only use um, Safari for 10 minutes a day. That's it. Because I found myself going down this bad, well, for me, it was a bad road of scrolling and watching videos and just meaningless time. I think that it was adding any value to my life. And if you ask me about any of those videos that I watched during that time, I couldn't recall any of them. And it didn't really give me any value. <laughs> but I was addicted to the change and the, the, the whole addiction of the distractions and satisfying my, oh, I want to do this more. This is more satisfying than, than actually deep work. I had to remove it. So, And that's one of my goals for 2023 is completely remove myself from technology as much as possible where I have a virtual assistant I don't watch the news. I stopped doing that in 2021, but really eliminating all the distractions in my life and, and turning those distractions into attractions, as they say. So, so how do people have a cup of coffee with us? I want to meet more extraordinary people all the time. It's great. You know what? Well, we have, they could join anytime the NLX base camp networking group on a video call, which is the second Wednesday 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for one hour, where we're going to have expert guests on the call, on video calls, as part of our networking group, including Megan can be there. So you could be listening to this in 2023 in March, April, May, or June. Take the second Wednesday of the month at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go to NLXBaseCamp.com. Join as a guest, and you are going to be connected with some extraordinary people. No doubt about it. 
Simple as that. It's very simple. Yeah. Bring your cup of coffee. Oh, by the way, if you're here physically in our office in Andover, Massachusetts, from 730 to 8, coffee's on me. And we talk about coffee and the best brews of coffee because we have an amazing conference center and we have a kitchen. We have this big screen TV. It's an amazing facility. So it's 730 to 8 on Wednesdays, we have coffee conversations on who can make the best coffee. And that's just a fun thing before we dive into our workshop. Are you going to have Ethiopian? Uh, now I am. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. Yeah. Actually, can I tell you a story about Ethiopian coffee? I actually worked for them. I did a project as a photographer for them. It was about 20 years ago. It was in conjunction with National Geographic. And I was doing a promotion for Ethiopian coffee. And they gave me like the beans from the coffee after the photo shoot. It was still in the, in the um, burlap bags, right? And it was, again, 20 years ago where coffee wasn't I don't know, it's trendy and styles and flavors weren't as, you know, flavorable, but it was the most amazing coffee. So I was joking earlier, but I got to know a lot about Ethiopian coffee and how it was made and took some great photos and took some great coffee back to my house. So yeah, a little, little backstory there. All right, Megan, I think what other people need to get into the cafe because this place is packed. It's crazy. Everybody's trying to get in here for three o'clock coffee. And it's just like, ram. I think we started something like extraordinary here where everybody's like going to the cafes at three o'clock. It's the new happy hour. Right. Exactly. Because, it's you know, the new happy hour for coffee shops, right? right? Exactly. It is. It, yeah. Three o'clock happy. I like that. You know, I don't drink. So five o'clock is, doesn't mean anything to me, but it's five o'clock somewhere. About three o'clock coffee just sounds <laughs> so much better to me. So yeah. there you go. It gives me energy. Hey, Meg, I just want to say thank you. We never know where these conversations go because you sit down and have a great conversation with somebody. But once again, I want to thank you and everybody that joins me on this call because I know for a fact that we are going to change one person's life because if this podcast is going to be, you know, always on the internet, right? The internet. I totally believe that. And this is why I do this. And thank you for joining me on this journey. So I appreciate that. Well, thank you for having me. And I really hope that I can come back on because I never want to say no to a cup of coffee. And you're right. You never know where conversations are going to go. It's been amazing getting to know you. And there's always new things to talk about. So I hope that I can come on again sometime soon. Absolutely. Matter of fact, we'll see you on Wednesdays, second Wednesday of the month, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and alexbasecamp.com and join our networking group. Megan will be there. So. Yes, I will be there. And I really want to know everyone else's story. You got to hear us today over our cup of coffee. So, you know, we always, we're always down for virtual coffee if you can't meet us in person. Good deal. Good deal. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon and make it an epic week. You too. Thanks for having me, Scott. 